It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am your husband and co-host Shipwreck. Last week we missed a couple PlayStation Network games because they get released the day after we record. So you might have noticed that some new games are on your PS3, one of which is Crash Bandicoot Warped. Yeah, this is the third game in the Crash Bandicoot series and the last platforming game that was developed by Naughty Dog before they went on and started doing the Jack and Daxter games. Okay. So this is really the the last of the really good crash games. <laughs> then you go on to the racers and No, the... well, no, the first racing game was also done by Naughty Dog. Right. But then all the subsequent you had Crash Bash, which was a really bad uh Mario Party type game. Right. And then you just had a bunch of kind of mediocre platforming games. The only other crash game I would recommend after this is uh Crash Twin Sanity, which was a pretty good platformer on the Xbox and PS2. Well, but, this one's available for $6, as is Go Puzzle for the PSP. Yeah, this is a collection of puzzle games that was already out for the uh, PlayStation Network, so you could play them on the, your PS3. They released it as a separate download now for the PSP. Okay. So it had, like, that Swizzle Blocks game. It was just, a, it was, like, three puzzlers, I think, just puzzle games. It, they weren't anything spectacular. Okay. And Go Sports Skydiving. Skydiving game for your PSP or no? no this is for the PS3. Okay. Uh, it uses the six axis to kind of control. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and your your motive is to hit the target and not splatter. I I, I guess <laughs> I I'm sure by doing motions and everything you do tricks on your way down or something. I it has no interest for me whatsoever. Huh. Well, me either. But you never know. Right. Um, so down with the ships, what have we been playing? And first we have to mention that we have been playing it on our brand new sectional couch, which is really, really huge, so much so that we can both lay out completely and still have a whole nother room or whole, whole nother spot on the couch for another six foot tall person to lay out completely, which it also fits the two cats. But And it has all three pieces. It did come it. with all three so pieces. It, there was a little bit of scare there where we didn't know if we were going to get the complete sectional, but... All three pieces did come, and... It's super comfy, and it's perfect for gaming. It's nice. <laughs> I really like really it. We haven't gotten off of it all weekend. Which brings us to what we have been playing as we've been sitting on our couch. Um, we haven't been playing any rock band, but I like to go through... And mention and say, the new songs that are coming yeah, out. Yeah, the new that songs that are coming out. Uh, so this week we have three new songs. We have Complete Control by The Clash, Truth Hurts, or Truth, Truth Hits, Hits Everybody, Everybody by The Police. And Teenage Lobotomy by The Ramones. And what did you think of those three songs? I know the Ramones song, so that one's fine and that one seems pretty fun. Uh, the Police song seem, seems like it has some good drum parts and some good guitar parts. I don't really know the Clash song and it seemed kind of monotonous and boring. But two out of three. Yeah, that's not it's not bad. As Meatloaf would say. Where's the Meatloaf on Rock Band? There's no Meatloaf. Not yet. They'll I got to start an online hat. petition for Meatloaf. Right. You work on that. 
Um, Animaniacs lights camera action. Are you still playing this? <laughs> <laughs> really? I am still playing. I took your advice from last week and I checked out that site, GameFacts.com. Right, that that little known site out there that can help you when you get stuck. And it turns out somebody had listed all of the codes that you have to put in to get to each level. So I skipped past the level that where you got stuck, where it was glitched. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna soldier through it. And now you don't have to remember the codes. You no, can so just I'm, I'm about halfway through list. it. Uh, should only be another couple of weeks of hearing me talk about Animaniacs on the show. You can't so, even uh, say Animaniacs, right? Animaniacs? An- Animaniacs. <laughs> I think that Let was alone probably the Japanese, Japanese case. Animaniacs was a Japanese-oriented uh, <laughs> word. It originated from there. You're just making stuff up now. Uh, Summon Knight. Is that one of them that came from Kusex? No, this is... I started playing this one, I don't know, a few months back, and it's just been sitting... It's a Game Boy Advance game. It's been sitting in my... Uh, other side of my DS for a while. Okay. And since Animaniacs was in... Animaniacs. <laughs> How many times are you going to say Animaniacs? Animaniacs. Since Animaniacs <laughs> is in that, the top I'm sure that's a completely perfect pronunciation. Uh, it is. You uh, can pronounce... It's like potato. You can pronounce it okay. multiple I, I'm ways. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. Uh, <laughs> but since... Animaniacs was in the top portion. Sometimes you need a little bit something else to get you through the day. Right. So I started playing Summon Night again, and uh, that was an RPG from Atlas uh, where you were basically you had a a young boy like most of these RPGs, and you're competing against uh, other potential uh, future makers of these great weapons. So you go in, you get materials, you forge new weapons, and then you take them into battle, and you battle against the other forge masters. So right now I'm just doing a bunch of grinding, getting my level up, because uh, I'm getting my butt kicked in the in the trials. Uh-huh. So. That's always it's frustrating. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. Um, Res? I played some of that on uh, Xbox Live. I am not very good at it. I used to be pretty decent about on it, but for some reason I keep getting stuck on the boss on the second level. But I've only played it maybe twice as far as the second level goes. So okay. Still really liking it, though. You haven't played it yet, have you? No. I'm not I really haven't. sure if you would like it or not. I don't know. I'll have to give it a try. We have been playing Cold Sept a lot. Not the Cold Sept that's $40 for the new version. For we, the one that came out for the 360. Right. We found that we own the PS2 version in the games downstairs, and it turns out it's exactly the same, except for the animation style is cartoonish, like your little characters. But the pictures on the cards and the enemies, exactly the same. Exactly the same game boards and everything. Yeah, I... I... Pretty much the same. So it saved us $40, and we really like it, so it's been pretty fun. Yeah, it's kind of neat that you get to... uh... I think we mentioned last week that whether you win or lose, you get some cards to put in your deck. Right, and you won this past time, and so you got all the good new monster cards, and I lost, so I got all the good, what you got, do you like, call spells them? or assist cards. Assist cards, So you yeah. got weapons or uh, just spells that you can cast. Yeah, not too exciting, but that's okay. It's a fun game. Yeah, so you can build your deck out of these. I think the maximum in a deck, man, I'm having trouble speaking today, Uh <laughs> It's 50 cards, and you start off with 26 cards in your deck. So you can... So, and then you can, we can trade them back and forth. Right. Uh, once we get doubles or whatever, if I feel sorry for you. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, it's been pretty fun. It's kind of like playing a board game, but not having to lug out the board. Yeah, I, I really like it. And like you said, 
It's the exact same game. There's absolutely no reason to buy the 360 game if you can buy the, the PS2 version. Other I, than maybe future downloadable content, but I can't think of what they're going to offer that's going to make it still worth it. Because the game, I mean, I wouldn't buy the game for $40 even if we didn't have the PS2 version. Right, I think I picked this up for $5 at the uh, Magical Circuit City clearance sale from like two or three years ago. So if you if you can find it for the PS2, um, it's, it's well worth playing. The other thing that we have been playing a lot of, and by a lot I mean probably, no kidding, 10 hours in the past two days. At least. At least, is... Um, a game recommended by Jackal888, who said, Ship, you should download Pixel Junk Monsters. I think you and the wife would love it. It's an RTS light. And we do. We love it. A lot. Obsessively, a lot. It has been played more than any other PS3 game. Ever. On our, on our system. system. Yeah. Because, well, that's mostly because Heavenly Sword was only like five hours <laughs> long. I mean, that you got to be fair. You did play yeah. that whole game. I did but... play all of Heavenly Sword, but that only took like five hours. So we're <laughs> like double the time already oh, yeah. in uh, Pixel Junk Monsters. It is a lot of fun. And it's a real-time strategy game, which I, are never games that I think I'm going to get really into. But the animation style is great. And the whole premise of the game is really fun. Now, I think the main attraction for us is the co-op. It's two-player, absolutely, and we can play it together at the same time. And Yeah, we love co-op games, especially you love them if we're on the same screen. Right. I don't like split-screen as much. Where we don't, where we don't have the split-screen, yeah. Um, so it all takes place on one screen. It's a map of uh, you have one little base that has all your, I don't know, your little kids. Right, they're little something. creatures that you're trying to keep from getting eaten or crunched or... I don't know, whatever. They they go up as ghosts. But anyway, you're trying to protect those by building towers, and there's all these different types of towers that you can unlock as you get better and better throughout the game. And um, you also get to open up future worlds by perfecting levels, so mm-hmm. by not letting any of the little creatures you die. You get a rainbow when you do that. Right. It's And, you know, people were biggest complaint about this game was that it was hard, and I think it would be very hard in single player. And there have been levels that, no kidding, we played for three hours yeah, before we, we could even beat them or Well, no, them. I think we were trying to perfect that one that we did for three hours. I mean, <laughs> and I was much, like, okay, I give up. But I don't, I don't think I would play this game by myself. No, it's fun because it's the two of us, I think. If I were by myself, I would have gotten way – I would have gotten bored way sooner. Right, but yeah. it, it's kind of fun to to talk about what strategy you're going to use because we try uh, like one of us usually does like the top half of the screen or, or the, the bottom, bottom half, half of the screen or the left or the right. But you kind of have to work together still because the way the towers level up, they level up faster if you're standing on them while they're killing the waves of enemies that are coming. Right. Right. So it's a constant like struggle to see when you want to spend your money because you get like you earn interest. You, yeah, at the you end earn of interest every... every wave. So right. it's. It's a compromise of how many, how much stuff you want to build right then, what towers you want to level up, what kind of towers you want to have out there, right. and what you want to spend your money and these other gems that you can you can upgrade to get better towers. Right. It's it's pretty fun. We like it a lot. So in fact, I think after the show's over, we'll be playing. Yeah, more. let's get through this show so we can go play some more Pixel Junk. <laughs> and we've really enjoyed the combination. Eight dollars too. I know the Pixel Junk and the couch. With, because right now you guys have to know that it that we've, we're under a winter storm warning here in Cincinnati, and we're expected to get I don't know like two feet of snow or something. Not that much, five feet. No, what <laughs> five, five <feet>? inches? <laughs> five inches. That's like five feet more. But anyway, about five inches, and it's it's been the high today, and yesterday was fifteen, and 
the low last night was like five and the low tonight's about five. So it's been pretty chilly and um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been, been fun to light a fire, snuggle up on the couch and play pixel junk monsters. Quite the romantic evening. It is. It's so much. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's move on to what we bought because we've bought, we've bought a lot of stuff lately. Uh, Guardian Heroes, you bought. This is what came on Guzex, right? No, this came from uh, Holy cow, Amazon. I'm... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, this was – I had an Amazon uh, gift certificate from Cheapy for, right. for Christmas. Right. And you think I spent... he's going to be mad at me if I tell him that I'm spending all my Amazon gift certificate on Nancy Drew? <laughs> No, he won't mind. It's, it's your gift certificate. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> spend on what you want. Uh, so I picked up Guardian Heroes for the Saturn uh, because there was a seller on there that had it for a pretty decent price, right around the same price as on eBay. And uh, Right. It was in decent shape. Yeah, it's a, it's a complete copy of it. I got it for, I think, uh, 55 something like that, around $55. And, and That's I, the Sega CD title, right? Sega Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, right. which I want... To be able to for us to be able to play this one together too because it's a co-op um, RPG real time type of game where you same screen or same screen. screen you can like kind of jump from the foreground to the uh, background and everything there's like three layers you can jump through and, and you're still fighting like as waves of enemies come at you huh. um, and it's got like both RPG and action elements to it so it's supposed fun. to be really good I've never played it before but I, I enjoy watching the videos of it and it looks like something I'd really like we need to start a list of games that we need to finish because we still have not finished um, Eternal Sonata Eternal Sonata yeah, we, that, and there was that a game a that we slow. were playing before Eternal Sonata that we never finished well we haven't finished uh, we haven't finished Mario Galaxy right uh, which what is was kind that of R- co-op there was an RPG before Eternal Sonata that we were playing that was Oh, Wild Arms uh, yes, 4. Yes, thank you, Wild Arms, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few there's games. There's a lot to of stuff. Too, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, our old couch, we were planning on putting it down in the basement where I've <laughs> set up all the the uh, older generation systems. So right. I was thinking, hey, we can just go down there and play some uh, Guardian Heroes. But the couch doesn't fit through the door to the basement. No, it doesn't. In fact, that's going to be a problem with a lot of furniture going down there. We're going to have to shop at Ikea and get very little furniture and build it. Build it in the basement. In the basement. Yes. But so I'm sure we'll talk about Guardian Heroes. Maybe we could give away a couch on our next <laughs> <laughs> our next the prize this week. Shipwreck's couch. Shipwreck's old couch, as featured in the picture where I'm I'm flexing. You can see the back of me and my <laughs> that blue umbrellas. The same couch. That couch and that, that couch picture is, was 20 years old. Yeah, it's about 20 years old. Wow. Okay. Um. Oh, I, did you notice in one of my previous that I um made a good segue into another picture of you? No, I have not. I have not read your previews yet. Well, now all of our listeners can look for that picture online. Oh, okay. That'll be fun. Uh, What else did we bought? You got the games from GooseX finally, because I can never remember (laughs) what's coming from where. I just know the packages show up on the front door, and I'm supposed to get them. Yeah, I like receiving uh, packages (laughs) with games in them. It's it's fun. Uh, Well, I got, just today I got uh, Gradius 3 and 4, the PS2 version. Okay. uh, Which... Is of course uh, classic uh, shoot 'em ups, and I also got the day before or Saturday. I mean, uh, I got Battle Engine Aquila for the Xbox, which is uh, one of the Xbox games that I never owned. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be pretty good. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm just laughing. <laughs> oh, okay, it's a uh, it's like a tank mech uh, type of battle game. Hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be really good. Mechs uh, thing, they're not really my thing, but no. Battle Engine. Aquila. Aquila? Yeah, that's what it's called. 
Hmm. Oh, and I also wanted to say uh, some of the people from Guzex listen because I was on their forums yes. the other day, and uh, they were really nice. I went on there and well, made the a couple of comments. people are really nice. Yeah, it's a great site because they had, they had heard the episode where I had gone through that rough spell where I was getting incomplete copies of games right. and everything. Which is not their fault, and it does not happen a lot. Yeah. So I, I'm still really happy with the service. Uh, these last two games came in great condition, complete. And I think I got another game this week, too, that I'm forgetting to put on the outline. It's like an online swap meet. Yeah. You I can mean, get stuff that you really I'm cannot walk. You can't, can't walk into EV GameStop and find unless you're going to pay twice what you would pay for it. Right. That's what I use Guzex for. Like, I was the talking to somebody. you really want to collect or that you just really won't be able to find anywhere else. Yeah. I was talking to somebody online this week on, on CAG. Um, I'm sorry. I forget who it was. But they were wondering uh, what the turnaround times on stuff was because they weren't seeming to get anything real back fast. real fast. And I think it was because they're using it to get the current generation games. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are after those current generation games. Right. Where I use Guzex as a service to get older generation games. Like right. uh, PS2 and, and older, or Xbox and older. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get that one from there. You <laughs> Maybe joking? before you die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... That would be my suggestion. I mean, it's great for new games too, but I use it for the old games, and that's how I get two or three games a week from them. Well, I just bought something like three hours ago. Okay. Should we mention it now or mention, we'll mention it later? We'll mention it later since it's a new release. Okay. Uh, Beats Me. Beats Me with lots of E's. Beats Me. Okay. Had a quick question that they posted. It said, what's the most manly game Mrs. Ship would admit to enjoying? And conversely, what is the most femme game that Ship can't get enough of? Kind of a guilty pleasure, too. Um, guilty pre- pleasure thing. The same for TV, movies, etc. Um, okay, so most girly game that you play. Uh, I I like uh, Viva Pinata. I guess that's kind of girly. It's um, kind of girly. I I like the Animal Crossings. Yeah, you did. You I used we used to trade stuff back and forth a lot. Yeah, I I enjoy Harvest Moon to an extent. I've never. To, you haven't played a lot of Harvest Moon. Though. It gets that one doesn't count. It's a little bit tedious for me. Well, yeah, it's tedious. I, I don't for like me games. Too. I don't like games like The Sims so much. Like the level that Animal Crossing and Viva Pinata do it. It's kind of like. Right. right at my level to where it's not too involved. Yeah, I would say Animal Crossing probably. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You. I'm not sure what else um, would be considered a girly game. Well, my favorite game of all time is Oblivion. And that's pretty manly. And I, there I are girls so. that play. Yeah. I really like, oh, all the time in college. All the time mm-hmm. we were playing Bond. Oh, all Goldeneye. Goldeneye, okay. All the time. I mean, I got pretty good at that because I was playing even with my friends who didn't know how to play. We were playing in our sorority house. Um, anyway, so that's probably the games. Those two games. Um, as TV. far as TV shows, what what would your most manly TV show be? Well, Sports, I don't know. Sports, maybe? Yeah, I mean, because I'm big into football and we watch a lot of college basketball and a lot of baseball. But probably football. Okay. I mean, there wasn't a football game unless I was NFL at work. NFL, you're, you're talking about. Right. Well, or Ohio State. Okay. I mean, we watch a lot of Ohio State, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big football fan. Probably not to the level that my sister is and that she's yelling curse words at the TV. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was as, definitely, definitely we watch a lot of football. As far as girly TV for me. Um, well, you listed one here, but you it's it's not 
We don't I, watch Project Runway. We watch America's Next Top Model. No, that's not one of mine. That's that's one of his choices. Oh, okay. That's See, his guilty pleasure. Yours would probably be when I make you watch America's Next Top Model. <laughs> I don't know that I enjoy that, though. I'll, I'll sit there and watch it with you, but um, I don't know that I enjoy it. Maybe, uh, maybe something on HGTV. I don't know. Is that? Yeah, we watch um, is that girly? House Hunters. That's pretty girly. And what's the new? <laughs> no, it has to be that new one that we just started watching. Find your style. Find your style. I like you find your style. Then you walked into the family room today and said, "Well, our three elements are the dark wood on the couch <laughs> and these two colors." And yeah, that's a little sad. <laughs> and a movie. My favorite movie of all time is The Usual Suspects, okay. which is that's mainly. If you have not seen that movie, you need to watch it. It's a good movie. And girly movies, I would have to say anything with Hugh Grant. Yeah, he really likes Hugh I have Hugh like Grant. a man crush on Hugh Grant. <laughs> he's pretty fun. I, he's entertaining. He I'll watch any of the girly movies. And not movies in a douchebag sort of way. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Hugh Grant, not a douchebag. <laughs> no, I really like Hugh Grant. Um, let's see. Uh, last week's contest. Prize provided by Terp Kristen, who has provided us with Phoenix Wright Trials and Tribulations. The winner is Mystic Heat, who said, I forget what, what was the contest. Well, oh, you your, came favorite, up with it, your, your favorite, favorite detective. No, fictional lawyer. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. And they said, Matlock, he has a kick-ass theme song, wins his cases with style, and loves eating hot dogs. That I he like does. That one. That, w- I, that was a good answer. I would have probably said Perry Mason because I like the music for Perry Mason. When I was little, my dad used to watch it all the time. Okay. I I mean, I'm partial to Harvey Bar- Birdman or... Uh, well, that's there an was, obvious choice. There were some good ones in the thread. People were pulling out some uh, pretty good stuff. There was the caveman lawyer from uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, oh, what else what was What about there? the lawyer from Futurama, the bird, the chicken? Oh, yeah. He was he was on there. <laughs> I, there was a lot of, uh, oh, my gosh, the Simpsons lawyer. I just forgot his name. Um, um, Lionel Hutz. And the lawyer uh, the lawyer that put away the Seinfeld characters in the finale. That, that's probably a good one, too. Okay. I don't remember. Uh, he was in oh, the show, remember? Oh, the, the, you have yeah, to remember? He, he was the uh, Johnny Cochran yes, type. Yes. Yeah, he was listed in the thread as well. Yes. There, were, there was many listed in the thread. A lot of good entries. Uh, so thank you, Terp Kristen, and congratulations. Mystic Heat. Yes, please PM me. Okay, so on to the core of our show, which is the new releases. Yeah, there's no contest this week. No. Maybe next week we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll come up with something. There's seriously don't don't look for a thread involving the couch. I was just joking. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right, multi-platform um, conflict denied ops for the PC 360 and PS3. This one is one of yours. Right, we played this demo together. Oh, that was what we played today. Yeah, that it's was a what split we played. screen shooter. Or you got you can play it co-op. The whole idea behind it is it's a team of two guys, these CIA <laughs> operatives. Yeah, they're really original type characters, too. <laughs> I was the black guy. Who could only use machine guns. Right. And, and you were the white guy who could only use... Sniper rifle. Even at close range. I had a pistol. I had a pistol, too. Oh, you did? You just chose yeah. to not get that out? <laughs> not to get that out. I but didn't I, have anything else. You can't pick up any kind of other guns. No, you killed. You spent all your time shooting the enemy, like, and then you can't even pick I, up their weapons. We watched a video of it, and it looks like you do get some... Other guns as you go along, but you can't pick up the enemy weapons and use them. That's annoying. Uh, so it's really dated. It's It feels like an Xbox game. Yeah, it did. Um, 
And I mean Xbox One, not Xbox 360. Well, yes. <laughs> so you can either play by yourself where you're switching back and forth the two. Mm-hmm. So then you have kind of like squad commands where you, you can set up one guy. Like you can set up a sniper somewhere. Like go stand and there. And... Go stand there while I go over here and distract him and right. you shoot them. Uh, or you can play co-op like we did. You can either play online or you can play split screen like you said. It's just, it's not very good. Nah, it was okay. Yeah, it's, it's very mediocre. But try the demo if you are really up to it. But I would really be surprised if anybody gets much out of this one. Anybody who might be interested in this game is still playing Call of what Duty What does 4. the title mean anyways? The only thing I can come Denied up with ops? possibly is that if they got caught, the government would deny that they were doing it. Yeah, like they're kind of like rogue it. spies. That's probably it. But that name was already taken. Well, they almost took the COD acronym. <laughs> yes, but like I said, anybody who might be interested in this game is our, is still is playing, playing Call of Duty 4. Yeah. And keep playing Call of Duty 4. There's no need to stop to play this game. Uh, moving on. Dungeon Explorer Warrior of Ancient Arts. A lot of really wordy but nondescript titles out this week. Oh, this one's mine too. Yeah. Uh, this is... This is coming out for the DS and the PSP. Right. The There are actually two different games, even though the exact same title. Okay. Uh, the PSP version isn't actually coming out until two more weeks, but I went ahead and throw, threw it on here. That way you would know how the two link together. So there will be a Deja preview in our in, future. In the near future. Okay. Okay. So the PSP version takes place prior to the DS version. Okay. Uh the DS version takes place a couple centuries after. So it's not like they're directly linked okay. sequels. It's not like you get to play the PSP version first and then you go play the DS version. Okay. Um, but it's a gauntlet-style hack and slash. Okay. Um, with The graphics look a lot like uh, Untold Legends that were on the PSP. Um, okay. So it's that overhead three-quarters right. perspective. You can play with up to two other people locally. Okay. Um, Same cart? I don't know. I I'm sure you have it. to play, have different I would really data. doubt it. Absolutely. Uh, so it's actually, there was an old series on Sega CD, and I think Turbo Graphics is, there was Dungeon Explorer back then. Okay. So this is just like an updated version of that, sort of like they updated the Gauntlets. So if you like that type of game, it, it doesn't look bad. Uh, there's not a lot of news or previews or reviews of it out there yet but i like that type of game to an extent right there is you played untold legends yeah and there is some uh, leveling up involved so it's not just your straight old school uh just run through and just keep on chopping at everything uh this next one highly anticipated ps2 wii game which is go diego go safari rescue (laughs) and this was yours this was mine from a long time ago a while ago uh it came out for the ds back in september october sometime in that time frame and now it's coming to the ps2 and the wii and this is of course the one where diego he's not saving safari animals he's saving their attributes so you get to go save the giraffe stripes and the uh Giraffe stripes, zebra stripes, and the giraffe's long neck. Giraffes don't have stripes. I'm not. I mean, you know, (laughs) I am a vet. Maybe I need this game. Maybe you do. Because I think that's what it's trying to teach you is the attributes of the animals. (laughs) I just totally. But it seems like this title would fit really well with the Wii because these are the ones, for those of you who don't have small children or have no reason for knowing this, it's the ones where Diego and Dora are like, do you see the tiger? And then they uncomfortably stare at you for like 30 seconds. 
Good. But see, it seems to me like with the Wiimote, you could, yeah, I see the tiger. Bam, it's right there. And get rid of the Stop silence. staring at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Uh, but there might you might have some children that want to play this game. So uh, the next one, which is Jumper Griffin's story for the PS2, the Wii, and the 360, is based on the new movie that's coming out. Um, that's that Nightcrawler movie right yes you do think it looks like nightcrawler which it does i agree it looks um, exactly like the like the special effects and everything they used from when night in nightcrawler for x-men 2 well the director did the born trilogy okay so there's some promise there and mr and mrs smith eh. and a couple episodes of the oc i don't know how that fits in but i noticed it I, okay i don't know um but anyway the movie plot is about this group of people who have this genetic uh defect or bonus i don't know however you want to look at it where you can teleport instantly to any time or any not any time sorry that would be time travel to any place um and so it's about them jumping all over the place pretty much hence the term jumpers samuel jackson wants to stop them yes anytime you have a a group of genetic misfits we should know by now that there's always a group of anti-genetic misfits that are trying to kill them, which with, in this case... With, like, little stun guns. Well, yeah, because otherwise, how are you going to capture them? i just put, like, a big net. I mean... They could teleport out of it. Oh. you got to stun them. Okay. Keep them permanently unconscious, I, I guess. I agree okay. with you, we're getting Samuel off... Jackson okay. logic. Okay, we're getting off topic here. The biggest thing about the game is it's... I don't know. the The most interesting part, I guess, is the in in the gameplay is the using the whole teleportation thing. It sounds like it would be difficult, but it's fairly intuitive. The only game out of the three being released that there's much available about is the 360 version. So, if you want to know how this game is going to play on the Wii, no one has any idea. But with the 360 version, I've got an idea. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, but you've got some guesses. But the 360 version, when you're playing and you see an enemy, the enemy is going to have a circle on its feet, and it's going to be divided in quarters. And each little quarter is going to be either red or green. If it's green, it means they're vulnerable to attack from that side. And if it's red, it means they're not. So obviously the front mostly is always going to be red because you never want to just run up and attack them from the front. But those four quadrants correspond to your four action buttons on the controller. So you teleport and then you hit an action button to to say where you want to teleport. So you can teleport behind somebody and stab them if you want. It sounds kind of interesting, and actually, it's supposed to be much easier than than you describe than it. I'm describing it. <laughs> I I have no interest. Let's move on. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving okay. out of the multi-platform games into the DS games. Barnyard Blast. I am excited about this game. But we don't know if it's coming out. Don't know if it's coming out this week. It should be coming out pretty soon, though. A lot of people probably have no idea what Barnyard Blast is, or why I would even care about it. Right. But if you watch some videos of it, this is a game uh, being published by DSi, who, which is the budget games who have a hit and miss record, to right. say, say the least. Um, but this one looks like a really good title. Uh, it's developed by a small company named uh, Sanook Software. Um, they've done some random stuff in the past, like some crossword stuff. They do have the license for an upcoming... Uh, 
Guitar Hits game for the PSP that's being published by Ubisoft. Okay. So it's kind of an up-and-coming developer. Um, and we actually are going to have an interview either written or recorded at some time with uh, one of the developers at Sanook. Uh, we got in contact him, with him over this game, Barnyard Blast. Because it looks like fun. It looks like fun. It is a kind of like an homage to uh, the Castlevanias and the Ghosts and Goblins, um, the classic horror right. type of games. You're going to have to explain how that relates to barnyard animals. Though. Oh, you're a pig. Right. Okay, <laughs> you haven't said that yet. You are a pig. It's a parody of those type of games. But it also mixes in kind of a Metal Slug or Alien Hominid vibe to it. Okay. So it's scrolling levels. You're a pig and your son has TP'd this evil castle and he got caught doing it. Right. So it's your job to take your, your whip, of course. Right. And your shotgun and all your other guns. Right. And you got to go through and plow through all of these uh, skeletons and zombies it's and Frankensteins. Uh, I guess it has an animal <laughs> farm tie to it there, too. But it's only $20. It looks pretty good graphically for the DS. Um, all the action takes place on the top screen. And then you just use the bottom screen to, like, I think, switch weapons and that type of stuff. But give the video a look. Um, I know we are supposed to be getting a copy uh, to review and talk about, right. and then we'll be giving away as a contest uh, later on. But I am actually genuinely interested interested in this game. Right. I don't think it's going to be a triple A title by any means, but I think it's going to be fun. Right. It looks it looks like fun. So check out the video. Uh, next on the DS is New Zealand Story Revolution. Um, which, if you don't immediately remember, the New Zealand Story game was an uh, arcade game in 1988. I do not remember the 20 game. years I gotta, ago. I gotta tell you. Um, yeah, I didn't either. But it's a little bird, a little kiwi bird named Tiki, who's trying to save his friends who have been taken over by an evil walrus. I am now interested. Right. It sounds fun. It's it's a platformer, and it's similar to, like, a Mario-type plat- platformer where you're jumping around. Um, the bad news is that the revolution part of the title refers to the fact that it's been ported and supposedly upgraded. The They've done visuals, this in the past. The and... visuals do not look any different. In fact, one reviewer said if you put them side by side, you really can't tell the difference. Because they left it in that classic style. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it, lo- it looks to the equivalent of, like, a Super Mario Brothers. But uh, they added double jump, because you could never double jump before then. And they added a charge attack. But the one thing that people were saying is the downside is that the, the controls were sloppy in the arcade version, and they're sloppy now. They're just sluggish, and it's one of those things where... If you remember trying to jump in Super Mario Brothers 2 with Luigi with his legs all flying around, and you uh-huh. had to learn how to time that up because it was a lot more slow than okay, Mario. Okay, so he's, he's just kind of floaty then. But he's not meant to be floaty. Okay. It's just not always precise. It's not always the same all right. control. Well, so. I, th- I think if it's not that much different than the original, I think the original is already available on the PSP in a uh, Taito Legends collection. For it's, the same prices. It's not that different unless you're really thinking, man, I wish I had double jump. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, moving on to the next game. Uh, this is the game that I bought three hours ago. It was so good that I bought it on launch day. And that is Professor Layton and the Curious Village, 
which is a Sherlock Holmes meets Touch Detective, really, I don't know, it looks like an Atlas title, but it's It does not. look a lot, a lot like it should be an Atlas title. Um, it's got a really artsy graphic style, very similar to Touch Detective. It's kind of a European feel to it, right. the graphics, I would say. But instead of a point-and-click adventure, it's a puzzle compilation. Um, worked into a story mode. So you are play as the professor um, who has a sidekick named Luke, and you get called to this village because there's an inheritance dispute. Uh, this old man with lots of money has died, and now all the people living in the town are fighting over his money. And when you get there, there's been a murder, another murder. So you're trying to solve this case, and there are many different puzzles, like sliding puzzles. There are mazes, there's um, riddles, and, and just some logic mini-games, and it's supposed to be really fun. If you check out the video that's available online, it looks awesome. I mean, the preview itself on the on the computer looks awesome. I know it was a pretty big hit in Japan as well, and I think uh, I saw today that they have already confirmed that there's a sequel a, coming out It's in a trilogy. The okay. It's actually one of three, and I can't remember what the other titles are, but it is a trilogy, and they are the other two are coming out. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, Trace Memory. Yes, it does look like a Trace. I never played Trace Memory. Uh, this looks like it would be better than Trace Memory, uh, but it's the same type of thing where it's an adventure game where you, you go around and solve puzzles to advance. Highly it's, recommend it's kind it. of In that vein, it's kind of got a, like a 7th guest, 11th hour feel to it, too. Which I really like. The seventh guest games, but it looks good. I like it. It, it I'm anticipating. I'm, to playing I'm anticipating too. liking it a lot. Um, next for, is for the Wii. Okay, we had uh, Balloon Pop for the Wii, which, which I talked about, we talked last, about week. last week. But it looks like it's coming out this week. It got bumped, um, and again. The seasons have been taken hostage, and you pretty much are playing Super Collapse with your Wiimote. That's all you need to know. Okay. and then It next, doesn't look bad, actually. Uh, the next We haven't really mentioned deals at all so far. Uh, we'll go back at the end and go through and see if any of the ones at the beginning had deals. I know the first one did, actually. We'll go we'll back, go back and What's do it right one? now. Conflict um, Denied Ops. Right. If you buy it at Circuit City. You get a gift you get card. Free uh, conflict denied ops boxers. Oh, like in this, the underwear that you wear. I I don't know that I want mass produced boxers. That that's an interesting giveaway. Uh, <laughs> moving down through here, let's see if we have any other deals. Anything that, that that's great. Uh, Dungeon Explorer. That's usually thirty dollars. Amazon has that for twenty seven for both systems. Uh, Jumper Deep Discount has it for three sixty for fifty four dollars shipped. You have buh, buh, buh. Barnyard Blast. Barnyard Blast is, is should be twenty dollars everywhere. New Zealand Story should be twenty dollars everywhere, and that brings us back to where we're at. Right, Professor Layton was thirty dollars everywhere, except for EB and GameStop. They tried to charge you thirty five for it. Oh, well, I just bought it for thirty dollars at Target. So moving on, we. On to the Wii still. Uh, we London have... Taxi Rush Hour? Yeah, what would you guess this game would be? Um, It's either a, a racing game, like around the track. Okay. Or it's a taxi sim, like a, you know, taxi driver. What, what were those games called? It seems like years crazy ago. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. It is you. a Crazy Taxi clone. Okay. Uh, set in London. Only the people are yelling at you in British accents. 
I would guess so. Yeah, um, hope. This was a PC game originally from I think 2006, and they've they ported it over and they've added Wii tilty steering controls. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure it's how much? Great for twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. 20 Budget bucks. title. Okay, moving on to the 360. I get to talk about Dark Messiah of Might and Magic Elements, and this is actually a first-person action RPG that came out for the PC in 2006. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. It's pretty much a port with four new levels available on 360 version. Um, it, this is the one that looks kind of like Oblivion, right? Right. There's four character classes, warrior, rogue, wizard, archer. The demo, which we played... Did you find that rope? Cut the rope. Cut the rope. Cut the rope. Right. There's like a voiceover guy that keeps yelling at me. Do you think me, he's like, through the whole game? I, oh my gosh. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think That would is. be horrible. Um, It didn't look bad. There's nothing spectacular about it. And most people's complaints is that over the past year, there have been a lot of phenomenal games out. And so now the release of these games that two years ago probably would have been good, they're eh. There's a lot of eh out there. So... This game, and the biggest problem you had with it is that two days ago when you went on Xbox Live Arcade, there was the downloadable content available for purchase. Yeah, there, before this game even came out, last week, there's already $5 worth of extra content. So all the game comes with is four new levels, and they boasted about all this extra content that was going to be available that they're going to charge us for. Yeah. Include it in the game yeah, if for it's coming fi- out For $5, time. you're getting a couple extra classes, which I think is a pretty big deal. Right, so... Uh, we're going to tell weapons, you that this game maps. is 60 bucks, but really it's 65 really it's if you 65. want to get anything yeah. worth buying. Play the demo, and if you're just like, wow, I've got to play more of it, then I guess I will spend say, your money, but I I'd, feel, I, I'd feel ripped off. I somewhat enjoyed the demo, but it's that atmosphere. Um, well, and <laughs> It has some good ideas, too. Like, you shoot the... the Rope arrows, and then that's how you can swing across and get to the other areas right. and everything. Right, well, and the problem is there the was another... The puzzle solving is kind of neat. There was another Dark Messiah game that was out for the PC, the original, and it wasn't very good. And then there was a, this game that came out for the PC, and it uses... I can't remember which engine it uses, but it was supposed to be bigger and better and, and better graphics and... It looks like it uses the Havoc phys- physics AI, engine. AI, it is. It's the Havoc okay. engine. Which... Like I said, two years ago, amazing. Now? Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, as a PC game using the Havoc engine two years ago, it was great. But that's been two years, and there's a, a lot to happen since then, and we need more. As gamers, we need better. Yeah, and so. it's not like Oblivion where it's not open world. It's no. You're just going through levels. But it does have the puzzle-solving element, which Oblivion does not really have. Right, but, I mean, it, seriously, is it really a puzzle if the guy is going... Shoot the rope arrow at the beam. <laughs> Shoot it now. Jump onto the rope. And I'm not exaggerating, really. I, Play I'm, the demo. And hopefully it's not out. like that through the whole game. I don't know. Uh, Lost Odyssey. Oh, well, there was a deal kind of on this. Oh, okay. Um, on Dark Messiah? On Dark Messiah, yeah. Uh, EB and GameStop, it is $60, but they do give you a free in-game downloadable exclusive map. So. Okay. There's all kinds of content for this game out there. Yeah, that they didn't include. Yeah. So the next uh, game up is Lost Odyssey for the Xbox 360. This is the second RPG from Mistwalker uh, and uh, Sakaguchi. The first one was Blue Dragon. Okay. um, Which I still haven't gotten around to playing, and it's the reason 
I'm playing Mass Effect right now. Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention Mass Effect on the what you I've been didn't, playing. You've been playing a lot of Mass Effect, and you finally got to be able to shoot things again because there's a lot of talking in that game. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of talking. Yeah, I I kind of I like it though. Like if I have little side missions to do to get experience points, I'm right. the kind of person that's going to do them. Do those. So I'm Absolutely. six hours in, and I'm still in the first city. No, I'm. it's a great game, and it's even with all the talking, it's actually enjoyable to watch. I mean, I've sat down and watched you play it several right. times. I think I'm six hours in. I think I've killed less than 20 enemies so far in six hours of play. But you're having fun with it. But I've talk, the, the thing I like about it a lot is it reminds me of all the choose-your-own-adventure books that I read when I was little. Right. So, And they had similar... Like so I you can read select a lot of, what you're going to say to, to yeah, people. And, how and that's going to affect how stuff happens later. Right. Um, so that's the aspect of it I like. It's kind of just like reading a big fantasy um, space sci-fi choose-your-own-adventure book. I agree. With some shooting. But I can't believe I forgot to mention that. I'd play, been We're just quite jumping all around the show, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, back to Last Odyssey. This is a turn-based uh, Japanese RPG. It's set around a character named Kaim, or Kaim, Kaim, I believe is how it's pronounced. It's K-A-I-M, who is a immortal of sorts. He has been sentenced or cursed to live 1,000 years. So he has to deal with all the people that he knows and loves dying and passing on, and he has to keep on going on for 1,000 years and meeting new people and watching them die okay. and everything like that. Um, and, of course, since it's an RPG... He has amnesia, so he can't remember what's going on, and that's the... Or why he's th- going to be a thousand right. years old. So he finds other uh, other ones of these immortals, the other th- people who have been cursed to live a thousand years, and they form this team of people that go out and fight this evil that's going through the land. Because they can't die. Well, I don't... I'm sure they can die in battle, because I don't know how the game would work then. Huh. But... <laughs> yeah, but then wouldn't you just go, okay, screw this. Somebody shoot me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just found the You flaw. and your Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> logic again. You're killing me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So the game plays out. The cutscenes, the graphics, they're beautiful. It looks good. To- totally next gen. The gameplay, it is very traditional. It's turn-based. You go into battle. You have your party of five people. They each take a turn attacking. It does have a system where as you're attacking... It's got like a smaller ring and this bigger ring that comes down on top of it. Okay. So, I don't know. It's similar to, I guess, like Rock Band or whatever where you're trying to match it, it up. time it up. So, depending on how you do there is depending on whether you're getting a good or an excellent hit um, to do the damage that you're trying to do with your things. And then you do have these rings that you can upgrade. Kind of like, they kind of remind me of uh, the jewels in Final Fantasy VII okay. where you can combine them together and keep making them more powerful and more powerful and leveling up your rings and getting all kinds of different powers. So if you really like that type of game, it's going to be a great game. Okay. Um, it's going to have a lot of random battles where you're just walking around and all of a sudden you're doing your turn-based thing. Okay. So that's the only thing you have to worry about. It does have some long load times I've been reading. Um, but the graphics look amazing on it. I know it's something I want to play. I just don't have time so for it right now. definitely worth checking out. Uh, briefly, for the PS2, Dora the Explorer, Dora Saves the Mermaids. I um, previewed that one back on the DS. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's Dora. She's going to teach the mermaids some Spanish. Okay. Uh, Innocent Life, a futuristic Harvest Moon special edition. The original Innocent Life came out for the PSP, which I played about, I don't know, halfway through and then 
as with most of the Harvest Moon games, I eventually get sick of farming and put it away. But it, it is a Harvest Moon game. The futuristic part of it is that there's a lot more automation to the farming, and you are actually a robot who has been designed to look human. And so by convincing the townspeople to um, love you and, and care about nature, you So you don't get a robot wife in this one, right? No, you get a, well, no, you get a human wife. Human wife? I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a little freaky. Yeah, a little new age. Um, but the other thing that's added into this title is that there is combat. When you explore the dungeons, there are enemies to fight, and there's never really been anything to fight before in a Harvest Moon game. So that's essentially the difference. Uh, those of you wondering about the special edition on the end of the title, no idea. Nobody knows what makes the PS2 version special. It doesn't this. come with anything. It's just Harvest Moon or Innocent Life, a futuristic Harvest Moon special edition. They kind of did that with A Wonderful Life as well. They stuck special edition on the end and released it on the PS2. So I don't remember what they added. So in maybe that one. they think that just making games for the PS2 now is special. Sure. I don't know. Why not? So that's okay. Uh, Iridium Runners also for the PS2. We are forgetting to do the prices again. <sighs> Back to Lost Odyssey. Okay. There was a deal where it is $54 shipped at deep discount. We're just all over the place. We are. Um, Nobody cares about Dora. And now we're back up to speed. Okay. And, yeah, there's no deals for the PS2 Harvest Moon. Uh, and on the PS2, we also have Iridium Runners. Iridium, yeah. This is a game where people run in the okay. future, and they pick up power-ups, and they do... Mario Kart s things while they're running. It's freestyle walking. Yeah, it. it it's, yeah, it's, it's a racing game that you run. That you run. Nobody's come up with that. No, they have. Oh, they have. Nobody succeeded with that before. <laughs> and this probably. Is, this is at least the fifth still. running game I can think of. Of huh, this really, and I, uh, yeah, there's a reason they don't work. How do people like in, when you're in your meeting and you're and you're posing these ideas how do you not get laughed at when you say i want to design this racing game where people run around the track it, it's track and field but it in the future yeah wombat and i actually had an extensive discussion on making a cross-country game <laughs> yes you did well that was the show that i was gone right yeah that was the show you were gone so you missed out on that. i need to listen to that at some point okay moving on to the psp chess master the art of learning this is the same one that came out for the DS last year that I talked about. There's a lot of Deja previews this week. Um, it's a really oh, good chess game if you're into we it. We forgot. Iridium Runners is $15. Woo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Chess Master has a whole bunch of different modes, uh, different game types. Uh, the puzzle mode where you try to figure out, like, you have to do right. something in so many moves. Um, and I, I believe you can play it uh, Wi-Fi at least locally as well. I don't know. Okay. If you're into chess, that's the game to get. Moving on to Wipeout Pulse, which is the second Wipeout game for the PSP. And it's, I don't know, it's, they call it anti-gravity racing, but it's really yeah. floaty, um, futuristic. Uh, the two new aspects of this game that you need to know about are, I mean, there's always new tracks and new vehicles and new weapons anytime you have the second edition of a game. But the actual new stuff is there's, a magnetic strip added to parts of the track so that it becomes anti-gravity, so that you actually get held onto the track in certain places. So you can do loops. Okay. You can do, um, like, vertical drops. There's also an elimination mode where you have to physically destroy all the rest of the people racing in order to win. So okay. 
That sounds I'm not very... a big I'm not a big racing game I, fan, but this sounds pretty fun. So. I played Wipeout Pure, the original one that was on uh, the PSP. Oh yeah, and you did. I like it. Okay, it's just not it's not my type of game. It's it's a fun racing game. I know a lot of people love it. I know they do support it well because the first game had a lot of downloadable tracks for free. I know I've read that this one has a lot of downloadable Absolutely. tracks for free in the future. I think even when it launches, there's going to be stuff out there to download for free. So. It's not anything new, but it's a good game. No, it's so. it's Wipeout. Okay, um, in an effort to appease the PC owners um, in our audience... We're, we're still going through these real quick. Though. ...talking about the PC games, although I actually wrote up some pretty extensive okay. previews. So you should check out the written version, because we're probably not going to talk about them much, but uh, the experience, um, experiment. This is one that I handled. Uh, you are trapped on a ship with, uh, like a wrecked ship, with... A female doctor. Okay. Um, or scientist or something. Okay. But you can't communicate with each other. Like somebody has trapped you in this ship. Okay. And so you are in the room that controls like their surveillance and some of the other like operations on the ship. Okay. And she is trapped elsewhere. And the only way you can communicate is by like, doing functions like the ship, like trying to like blink lights or you have to like try to help her to get out of where she's at. Okay. And... It's just like a adventure action game. It's kind of intriguing. It's kind of weird. Kind of event horizon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. there's something else going on. You just don't know what it is. Huh. Okay. Um, I got to talk about Penumbra, Black Plague. Um, and this is a twenty dollar title. Right, and this is the sequel to Penumbra Overture, and it's supposed to be better than the first game. Um, it's. An adventure game that it's got puzzles. You search for clues. You play as a guy that's trapped underneath in a cave in Greenland. Um, okay. Yeah. Good so, enough for me. Supposed to be fairly good. All right. Um, next one up is Oh Sam and Max episode two hundred three Night of the Raving Dead. So this one actually looks appealing to me. Um, there, these games are based on a comic book, and so they're they're episodes they're really short episodes mm-hmm. of games so this is season two episode three and it's an adventure game where you're playing as a, a team of detectives yeah. one's a rabbit and one's a dog, one's a dog. yeah um and th- in this one they're fighting zombies sounds good they're, they're fun games i haven't played any of the new ones i played the the uh original sam and max back a long, i might long consider time ago. getting these games when i put I wish Windows they would, on my Mac. I wish they would uh, at least put season one out for the 360 somehow. Combine it together. Yeah, combine them all together, put them out of 360. I think a lot more people would play these games then. Uh, Space Force Captains. I talked about this one briefly last week. I really don't know that much about it. It's a, it's a turn-based uh, strategy game in space. And it got bumped to this It week. got bumped for this week. Uh, it's like it's $30. On the DL, uh, the Wii Virtual Console games, Harvest Moon, which was originally an SNES game. This is the first Harvest this Moon. This is the one that started it all. So it's the most basic. It's got the, you know, obviously SNES graphics, but um, it's a good game. If you play the Harvest Moon games, you're probably not going to want to buy it because these games don't have a huge replay value. You just move on to the newest one. Yeah, I mean, it's... If you've never played Harvest Moon before, start with this one because you're either going to love the monotony and repetitiveness of it, which I do. I mean, I admit, I like these games. Um, you know, you, your goal is to farm and raise livestock and sell that stuff for money and spend your money on trying to get a girl to marry you. And 
Yeah, the thing about it is uh, all the successive Harvest Moons are pretty much the same exact game, just with more features. Well, the ones that I really like are the ones that actually have objectives. So musical melodies. There were a hundred music notes to collect by doing different things. So I felt like I had a goal. Um, the same thing with Rune Factory. I, I don't know. I'm not... It's exactly like in Zoo Tycoon, I've said before, that I like the objectives. I like having... I don't like these open-ended games that never end. Okay, fair enough. And next up on the Virtual Console for the TurboCraft 16 um, CD, it is Lords of Thunder for $8. This is... How much is Harvest Moon? Harvest Moon is $8 as well. Okay. Uh, Lords of Thunder is a side-scrolling uh, shoot-em-up that got really good reviews. Um, it's very highly regarded. I've never played it. I watched some videos of it. And you are, you're not a ship. You're like a kind of a mech-looking guy that's flying okay. through the air. Um, and there's a lot of stuff going on the screen. It's really fast-paced. Uh, you get to upgrade a lot. There's a lot of stuff to collect that's that's comes out of the enemies. It looks really good. I mean, okay. I've never played it. $8.00. If you're really into shoot 'em ups, it looks like you should buy it. Uh, the Xbox Live Arcade, we've got Discs of Tron. Yeah, I, I did this one, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember this game. This was an arcade game originally. Okay. Where you, it was a scene in Tron where you're where you're trying to uh, defeat Sark with throwing you know frisbees at each other. Okay, you're, 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 you're throwing frisbees. Well, the discs that that Tron okay. has. Right. It's your disc weapon. Okay. Uh, yeah, calling them frisbees. Come on, they're glowing less, frisbees. Makes them less intimidating. They're gonna they're gonna derez you anyways. So okay, that's all right. Uh, so it's basically it's kind of like pong, but instead of going from side to side, it's like up and down. So Sark's on one side and you're on the other side, and you're just throwing the the things at each other, trying to knock each other off the platforms. Okay. Maybe I. $5 even for that seems a little bit much. You have to really like this game for $5. They did upgrade the graphics, and there is a two-player mode now. But it's only two-player local, I believe. Oh. Really? Yeah, only two-player local. Um, um, Black? Oh, wait. There is another Xbox Live Arcade game that just got announced. Oh. Uh, it is Commander's Attack of the Genos. And this is a little bit different because it's the first... Oh, no, second turn-based strategy game. There was another. There was ba Battle of the Bugs, Bug... Battle or bug something or other. I don't know. There was You're a lot looking of, at me like I should know. There's I don't a lot know. of insects that you can walk around. This one does not have insects. This one is an alternate universe, uh, 1930s. So it, basically the humans have discovered nuclear power uh, in the 20s. And okay. then we've decoded the human genome by the 30s and we've created these superhuman things called genos. Okay. And but you're in the 30s. You're in the 1930s. So everything is fine for a while, and then they rebel against each other. Right. So it's a turn-based strategy game based on that. One side's the Genos, one side's the humans. You upgrade your tanks, you get all your different vehicles, you get your different troops, you send them out, and they battle against each other. There's a single-player mode. There's two players online. And um, what's it called? It's Commander's Attack of the Genos. Okay. Um, and it's 10 bucks. There's actually four players online, and it's 10 bucks. Okay. Uh, Black. This is a Xbox original, meaning it's an Xbox game that you can buy. Right. This is the Criterion first-person shooter. I played through it. It's okay. Uh, it's probably better than all these mediocre first-person shooters that are coming out for the 360. Uh, it had a lot of like damage to the environments. Was its its big uh, call to fame. 
Ninja Gaiden Black. Great game. I've never played the black version, actually. Um, What's the difference in the black version? Black added some modes. It, it fixed some uh, camera issues. Uh, it added some more enemies, different kinds of enemies. Um, just little tweaks here and there. It's the same uh, as Sigma, I believe, that came okay. out for the PS3. Sigma might have added and tweaked a few more things. But uh, great game. Um, $15 seems... It's in the ballpark of what you would pay for the actual game itself. So then I got to preview Sid Meier's Pirates, which I've been playing for about the past two hours on our Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Because... Which, yeah. Why, why was that? Why was what? That I had to play it? Yeah. Because I thought that you were telling me to preview the original, which was the Commodore 64 title. <laughs> so I wrote that up, and it turns out it's not the same. I mean, yeah, it I... is the same, but it's a little bit... I mean, seriously, the screenshots from the original... It's Oregon Trail, and you got so confused. You're like, well, no, it doesn't really look like Oregon Trail. Oh, but it does. Yeah, you were telling me about it earlier today, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this doesn't sound like the game that I remember. Okay, so this game is actually pretty fun. Um, you're a pirate who's trying to gain wealth to uh, rescue his family from bondage. And you get your ship, and you can upgrade it as you want. You can hire people to work under you, and... You attack other ships, and you can kind of build your alliances with different countries and try and sleep with the governor's daughters, and you trade. You dance, you dance with them. You dance with them, yes. I, yes. Did I you danced. dance with anybody? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I didn't the ugly one. The ugly daughter, is e- it's easier to dance with her. Of so course. So I danced with the ugly one, but I still got the three pretty ones. Remember that, on. fellas. <laughs> It, it's fun. I mean, it's addicting. Initially, the my biggest complaint is that steering the ship is kind of a big pain in the ass. Well, you, yeah, you were having a little bit of a hard time. You got used to it, though. Yeah, it's just I want to be able to use the directional, like the, the analog stick, and go up if I want to go up, go down if I want to go down, but it's all in relationship to how the ship's pointing. So left yeah, might it, be it's, down. Or... It's the Resident Evil style of control where left always moves your character turns your character left right, right? always turns your character Which right no fine, matter what orientation but in the resident at. evil you're not from a top down you're not looking top down well it, it still wasn't fine in resident evil it, it but takes that's a what confuses me like yeah if you're looking as a first person and then that kind of makes sense but top down i want to i don't know anyway that was what my biggest complaint was the menu system's really easy to pick up i mean i picked it up in probably 10 minutes it's pretty self-explanatory it's fun. I mean, I it, it's it is in gameplay wise a lot like Oregon Trail. I mean, yeah, I really liked Oregon Trail. I was watching it. It's almost like it's a collection of mini games, uh, different activities that you do in a, a kind of broad. Yeah, I mean, you're line. either out. You do your on the you're water, doing the ship battles. Doing the ship battles. You're doing the talking to people and doing the trading stuff. And then you do the the fighting, which was oh yeah, the real, fighting real time uh, events where you had right. to press the buttons in time and then. The when you're doing their sword fighting, it was uh, you kind of like have to use the clues. It's like a rock paper scissors almost. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's good. I would buy it. How much is it? It's fifteen dollars. And it's probably worth that. I mean, normally I, I wouldn't a... say for fifteen bucks. You know, that's kind of high for an Xbox Live Arcade game. Well, or whatever they're calling it, Xbox Original. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it. I think. I, it's yeah, I think the only reason we're talking it. about this one more than the other two is because I think where where a lot of people have played Black or Ninja Gaiden Black. A lot of people might have skipped over Sid Meier's Pirates. Now, is there are there demos available for the Xbox? No. Oh, no. see, there's, that there's no demos. Because it's totally worth playing a demo. But you would like it. Well, I mean, at least I liked it. So, 
Um, okay, well, that's the end of our new releases. So let's talk a little bit about our sponsor. Um, as always, it's GoDaddy. You can get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com name for just $6.95 a year. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. As always, dig us. We appreciate those. We do. We're starting to move up on the list again. Yeah, we're still in the top ten. We're doing all right. I like it. Um, leave us preview or previews. That's what we do. You leave us reviews on iTunes. Um, as always, check out the CAGCast and check us out in written version on CheapAssGamer.com. There is a good post on the front page about sending your video games to um, New Shane, who yeah. is serving in Iraq, and there are soldiers over there that need some stuff to play. So oh, that that went ever that. That story went, went everywhere. everywhere. New, New York Post. Right. I mean, he was up. even having to post that, I guess, the, there's some personnel changes and the mail's getting really slow. So he's expecting, like, 60 packages or something. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they're going to start going, what the heck? But that's good. I mean, they need new games to play. So, um, And it's certainly better than trading them in for chump change at your various chump change locations. Um, email us if you have questions. We've been trying to read a lot of the emails. I liked the one this time about the girly games that you play and the manly games that I play. Yeah, that's a good question. It is a good question. Um, the email address is shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. And if you don't hear from us, uh, send us a PM or catch one of us on live because occasionally Gmail will filter something important out. So that's our show for this week, and we'll see you next week. All right, get out there and petition for Meatloaf on Rock Band. <laughs> <laughs>